I know that that uh, when it came to the U.S. election, I this is what I this is what I heard a lot of the time um, following that election, not by everybody, but by some people that were when they found out that Joe Biden had won, it was like all hope is lost. Like, oh, what are we gonna do? Um, you know, uh, Trump didn't win, Biden won, the wrong person won. You know, we're we're doomed. The country is doomed. You know, that was kind of the. Um, I, I heard a lot of that from 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 people, and I I kind of felt like, you know, last time I checked, <laughs> um, God's still God, regardless of of who's in the White House, and regardless of who is in the Parliament. I don't know what their house is called, um, but so so again, and I think I mentioned this this last week. There's a there's a middle ground. Because we can't go too far to, to either side. We can't be of the opinion that uh, unless the, the, the perfect person is in power, we're, we're done. We're done for. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to make it. Our life is over. But we also can't be on the other side that says, well, I don't need to vote because, you know, God, God decides, you know, people say stuff like that. You know, I saw a video of a person Who's, who's quite influential. Of course, nobody knew who they were before COVID started, but anyways, now they're pretty influential. And they put out a video saying that voting's pointless and it doesn't matter who you vote for. And, uh, uh, you know, they say, um, they say that, that basically voting is like a way for people to abdicate responsibility, that it's like they don't do anything. And they say, well, we voted and it didn't work. So, okay, back to the couch. And I said, okay. Here's my issue with this. Steph, I won't confirm or deny that. Um, <laughs> Auntie Joe, you're, you're probably hey, where did these votes come from? Hey, look at this. <laughs> we must have missed them. Um, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people saw that and it bothered me. It bought, you know what really bothered me about that video is that the, he has a lot of followers and I would venture to guess that the majority of his followers would have placed their vote on one particular party. And so what he actually did was, he, he probably took a bunch of votes away from that party by telling people, don't bother, it doesn't make a difference. Here's something, and if I could speak to this person, I would tell them. You know you could do two things, right? You could uh, 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 use your, 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 your right to vote and, and cast your vote and, and, and have your say, and you could also make sure that you do other things to fight for freedom, right? You don't, you don't have to be like, I, don't, I didn't really understand what, what, what was his point? All he was doing, um, all he was doing was, was taking votes away from, from a very important party. That, that's what he was doing. Cause, cause that's, that's who his followers would vote for. So I, I didn't really understand the point. It bothered me. Because why, 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 does everything, why does everything always have to be one or the other? Why can't you look at it and say, you know what? I am going to protest. I am going to refuse to comply. I am going to fight. I am going to, you know, all of those things. But I could also vote. Um, Steph, I believe he... Okay, wait. I don't know who the he is you're talking about. But I believe someone is a liberal pawn. Maybe, maybe we're not talking about the same person. But anyways... Um, and so, um, yeah, Lisa, look, Hey, here's the thing. People, you could do whatever you want. 
follow who, I'm just I'm just telling you I guess you all know who I'm talking about I don't like to call people out so I don't say their names but I again I'd like to know what the point of, of why he said that um, <laughs> Steph I don't know what you're talking about um, and, and so it, 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 it irritated me because here's the thing we have to be careful because he, he mentioned you know politicians aren't gonna save us I agree politicians are not gonna save us the, 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 you know at the end of the day they're just people and and his thing is <laughs> yeah right his thing is is the thing of mass non-compliance that was that's his and i agree the only way out of this really is mass non-compliance because we know and again and okay wait let me let me be careful how i say this i'm not saying that one of the two main parties is going to win but I'm saying most likely one of the two main parties is going to win and they're both uh, two heads on the same snake. They're not going to get us out of, of lockdowns and they're not going to get us out of vaccine passports. Okay, so th that, I mean, look, I, I'm also I also am, am totally uh, um, down for an awesome miracle to happen, which it could happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, but his his thing is you know, mass non-compliance. That's how we get out of this. Here's the problem though. You know what the masses are? The masses are people that the majority of them think that the liberals are doing a great job. And listen, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get like that I'm choosing sides or anything like that, but whatever. Because, you know, the, the, the people, there are so many people. I mean, I, I, I actually read that in some writings, Auntie Jo, you're exa that's exactly, and I was going to say that, exactly. She said, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. That's the thing. It's like, what, I, I, <laughs> what's the, anyways, again, I don't understand what this person was trying to accomplish by this, by telling people don't bother voting, it's pointless. I, I don't, I didn't agree with that one second. And it, it, it anyways, um, you know, because, it, and I'm going to, okay, wait, I'm, I'm not going to jump ahead. I'm going to get to that. You know, I'm going to get to that. So the masses, the, do, do you know that I, I looked in a lot of writings and, and what they're projecting? And do you know how many writings there are that you could combine like three other parties, put all the votes together. So let's say there were just two parties, combine all the votes together. The liberals would still be ahead. And I'm thinking, who's voting for them? But there's a, a, apparently a lot of people, enough to get them a minority in the last, in the last election. Again, I'm not, this is not an endorsement for any party. Uh, this is not a, uh, I'm just a person. Um, you're right, evil fairy godmom. I don't know your, your name, but your actual name, but that's, that's your handle on here. So that's what I'll call you. Um, but you're absolutely right. Um, I, I feel like not voting is, is, Anyways, but again, if, if you, if you, if you're going to be like, oh, I don't care, uh, this is pointless, that's your choice, I guess. Um, if, if you feel that, that there's no point, what am I going to do? I can't, for I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you, you must vote or it, that has to be, that has to be up to you. Um, I agree, uh, with my dad and Auntie Joe. There are a lot of people, Mary Ellen, nice to meet you. Um, there are a lot of people, Sheba, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there's a lot of people who, who, who vote um, kind of what they always knew. 
and be like, well, you know, back in the day, the liberals were great. Sorry, again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to endorse or unendorse any party. I keep saying it. I apologize. I apologize. Um, and then there are people that want their check every month. And so they're going to, they're going to vote for who's going to give them their check. Or, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons why people vote for who they do. Now I'm going to get into some scripture and I'm going to, I'm going to help you to feel really good about where you placed your vote, wherever it is. Cause I don't know where, what you, who you guys, there's 30 of you on here. I don't know. I don't know who you, who you voted for ultimately. I'm going to start with, um, <laughs> Cedric, you know. Um, Maria says, oh, well, <laughs> hi to you and Chris. Um, Rosalie, you, you know what? I would hope, man, I would hope so. If, if I'm a small business owner and I, and I vote and that, that's provincial as well. If I'm going to vote for the party that shut down, um, my business that took my livelihood away, I couldn't, uh, you know, Oh, oh, you know, Mary Ellen and Maria are friends. That's cool. Awesome. I love all the connections that grow. Um, that that's pretty great. Um, so let, let's, <laughs> that's right, Cedric. By the way, if I actually know, and I'm not going to jump ahead because you guys have to stick around to the end and then you'll get a surprise. James chapter four, verse 17 says, anyone who knows the right thing to do yet fails to do it is guilty of sin. Hey, Chris, welcome. Anyone who knows the right thing to do yet fails to do it is guilty of sin. I, I made a decision that I was going to place my vote for, um, no, I no. Well, he's right here technically on my shirt. See the bottom of my shirt? Read the, this shirt. I wore it on purpose. I wore it on purpose because this is what you live by, right? This is what you live by. This is a great shirt. My favorite shirt. Um, I made a decision that I, I, regardless of, of everything, the one thing that I made the decision to do I look forward to meeting Mary Ellen, Maria. I'll be, I'll be, I'll find you right away on Sunday. Um, it's backwards. Oh yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that it's backwards. That's kind of funny. It says, because I fear my God, I will never fear my government. And I think that's a great shirt. Um, with our, with our favorite American hero in the center. Um, I made a decision that regardless of, of everything that, that people are saying, the polls, this, that, whatever, that I'm going to vote according to what my conscience tells me to do. Um, <laughs> Steph, um, I haven't seen the, I don't know if I've seen the, nor okay, I have to be honest, Steph, I didn't even really know, um, who Norm Macdonald was or anything. I apologize for that. I'm not really a big comedian person. Except no, I'm not a big comedian. I don't I don't really I'm I don't I don't ever watch comedians. People are like, oh you should watch this comedian. I'm like, nah. I'm I'm not into that. Um 
so I, I made a decision that I was going to vote for what my, what, where the spirit was leading me, what my conscience told me to do according to my values. Um, because the Bible says, you know, if you know the right thing to do, you have to do it. And you, you, you can sleep well at night, regardless of, of what the, the result is. Is that right, Sheba? Hmm, I didn't know. Regardless of what the result is, you can sleep at night knowing that you did the right thing. And I want, and, and I'm going to read another scripture. This is going to be important because the right thing to some people might be different from the other. Listen to this. Romans chapter uh, 14, starting at verse 19. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a man to eat something that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything else that will cause your brother to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the man who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But the man who has doubts is condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. Um, you know, there, there's going to be people that feel certain way because, and listen, Christians have, um, <laughs> what is it? Someone's birthday. Um, it's nobody's birthday today that uh, that would be on here. Um, that, you know, something, something that you might consider to be right. Someone else doesn't. But the important thing is that you have to do according to, to your conscience, according to your values, that you're doing what is, what's right. And so you can't, don't, don't, however this election goes, don't start to be like, oh man, did I, did I, did I make the right? No, if you, cause we talked about this last week. If you prayed for God to give you wisdom, to let you know what direction that you should go in, where you should place your vote, then that's it. You do what is right according to, to what your spirit's telling you to do, right? Um, cause I, I've heard, um, from this particular election, people say stuff like, uh, you know, what difference does it make? You know, the election's probably going to be rigged. You know, they're probably going to rig the election to win, you know, uh, or whatever. That's a, that's a really bad attitude to have because God honors people, um, who, who walk in integrity. And who do the right thing. Oh, it's Chris's birthday tomorrow. It's true. Happy birthday in advance, Chris. <laughs> Maria, I didn't know you did nails. I mean, I never do my nails, but good to know. Um, you know, that that's a really bad attitude to have. Because that's basically saying, um, well, you know, um, not, not, none of this matters, all of it's, you, you know, that, that's a, I don't, that's a really negative way, um, to look at this stuff. Instead, look at this by saying, I prayed, I sought the Lord. I did what, what, what I believed was the right thing. And that's it. And that's where you leave it. Um, so yeah, that's true. Um, Mary Ellen said about how, uh, uh, boy, it's taking a long time though. 
it's gonna be like a year <laughs> do you know that it's like we're coming up to the to a year that the u.s election happened man time goes by fast but but in november it's gonna be a year and they're still trying to figure out if it was done correctly i mean man anyways i guess uh better late than never um so now so now here here we are we're in a place where we we feel uh, um we feel confident they're like you know what i did the right thing god god honors people who walk in integrity who who, 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 who uh, walk according to 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 their conscience so the now you ask yourself the question well what happens if the person i don't want to win wins then what are we gonna do then then, then what's gonna happen you know what and, and it's like i mentioned earlier that that it's like some people that that i know in the states it's like their life was over because the, the, the person that they wanted to win uh, uh, didn't win. And that's evidence of people who put their faith into man. That they look at, okay, I don't like the way things are going. This guy's going to save us. This guy's going to make it better. Now, again, does it help? <laughs> does it help to have a, a, a good person in charge? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. If you live in Florida, your life is a lot easier than if you live in Washington or New York. If you live in France, your life is very difficult compared to if you lived in Sweden. So yes, it does make a difference. It does make a difference. But even still, we can't allow our world to crumble if, if, if somebody wins the election tonight, that isn't who we want. Because I think we're not, we're not, we're very smart people here. The people who watch my broadcast are very smart. Because you're watching my broadcast. But you're very smart people. You understand that there's a good chance that the person you don't want to win could win. I think you're, I think you're aware of that. But you can't let uh, your, your life be shaken because of who sits in the parliament, right? Remember, yeah, or, or you mentioned about praying. We've, we've done what we know to do. We've prayed, we've fasted, and we, we sought the Lord in who to vote for. And I also want to say this, you know, um, you know, Pastor Steve's sermon yesterday was interesting when he was talking about you know the, the four horses and all um you know and everything that uh, uh that's gonna happen like the, the the plagues and the and all that stuff and it was interesting because sometimes you could look at it and say like wow it almost feels like that's what's happening today but i'm gonna encourage you it's not because we're not in that time yet we're the, just remember something while the church is on this earth and you listen to this and if you get nothing else out nothing else out of this broadcast get this while the church is on this earth the church is in charge because the church is the body of christ the bible says the fullness of him in every way and so if the devil is under the feet of jesus then what does that mean it means he's under our feet as well if jesus had victory over the devil on the cross then what does that mean it means that we have the victory as well don't be one of those people who think that your life is going to be dictated to you by by the government 
or, or by the politicians or by this or by that. That's not how it works. In fact, probably the biggest reason why we're in this situation is because the church has been very silent. We don't do much. We don't say much. And when I say we, I don't mean this church because this church is awesome. And we've done a lot of stuff and we're still going to do a lot of stuff. Um, but let's say that the Canadian church at large, the European church, the Australian church. Oh boy. The Australian prime minister is a, is a born again Christian. Did you know? Pentecostal. Anyways, you don't hear a peep from them. You don't, you don't hear, you don't hear nothing from them. But, but guess what? The church of Jesus Christ in this country, especially in this province, we're, we're, we're not silent anymore. We're not silent anymore. We, we have, <laughs> we've shaken things. Good job, Ambra. We have shaken things with our prayers. We're, we haven't been passive. We haven't been casual about this whole thing. We have been, we've made a decision and we have said, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this uh, lying down. Uh, enough is enough. And so that's why I know that things are going to start turning around. It, it is, it is a guarantee because it's, the church has been praying. We've been binding and loosing the things that are happening. And we are very aware of the authority that we carry as the body of Christ. I'm going to say it again. What does the Bible say? The fullness of him in every way. Did Satan win over Jesus or was it the other way around? So that's all you need to know about your role as a person in the church, as, as a Christian in this nation. So you know what? Would it be great if a particular um, man won this election tonight? Wouldn't it be great? Which big church, Cedric? I'm sure I know, but I'm not sure. Because I didn't see it. Would it be amazing if a person in particular, who I'm not going to say who, won the election because he has great policies? Would that be amazing? Sure. Is it impossible? No, it's not impossible. Nothing's impossible. I, I think there's going to be some surprise. The people, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I think it's going to be like? Um, for 2016, I don't endorse anyone on this uh, broadcast, Lisa. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, it's going to take a while to, to find out some early results. It's still too early. Um, the last, the last poll closes on Pacific time, 7 PM. So that's 10, 10 PM for us. Um, you know, cause remember in 2016, when, um, oh yeah, the Assemblies of God, right? Yeah, but the Assemblies of God in Australia were actually against uh, the vaccine passport. <laughs> Lisa, maybe, maybe we'll, not nah, see, I'm, don't, don't let me get ahead of myself. I'm, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Um, in 2016, when all of those people said, um, you know, there's no way Trump's gonna win. It's a lock for Hillary. Uh, they put out that magazine called her, calling her Madam President. And then they got really surprised on election night 
when Trump actually won. Remember that? I think there's going to be some surprises. I, I really believe that. Because I think that when the media <laughs> so clearly <laughs> is like trying to suppress something, it means it's kind of like um, kind of like the, a picture of an iceberg. That, you know, there's like you see a little bit on top and then underneath it's like massive. Anyways, that, that's, what I, that's what I feel, uh, <laughs> Steph. You know, Steph, here's something funny. That election night, I didn't even watch it because I couldn't care less about politics back in 2016. It's true. I know, I, I know. It's true. It's true. Anyways, but I've come a long way. Um, you know, so, so I don't know. I, anything can happen. <laughs> exactly. Other Steph. Boy, I keep, I, you guys, Steph, well, anyways, you know who I'm talking about when I say Steph. Um, so, you know, anything, anything can happen. But, and it would be great. It would be amazing. I would be, I will throw a party and you're all invited because um, you can have 20 people in the backyard and like 10 more in the house. And that's 30 for, for you guys who, who always watch. So there you go. I will have a party. <laughs> I will have a party. Um, I, Steph, I remember the Cubs winning. I watched every game of that, of that uh, World Series. That was a great, great World Series. So I will have a party if a particular person wins. Um, so, you know, I, 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 of course, it would be awesome. But if... If, if a person wins who's just as wicked as the other one, do not let your world be shaken. Let me read a scripture. And I've read this before, but it's a great scripture. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it again. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 7. Seek the peace and prosperity of the city where I carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And I, I, I really love, oh, I'm glad. I appreciate that. Um, so I love that scripture because you're talking about people that are in a land that they're not supposed to be in. They're led by people that do not serve the Lord. And what is God saying to them? Seek the peace and prosperity of where you are. Pray for it because if it prospers, you're going to prosper. I don't know about you. But I think that's the approach we always need to have, regardless of who's in charge. Pray for where you're at. Pray for your city. Pray for, for your leadership to see the light. Because if it prospers, so you will prosper. Let me read the note that's attached to that. It was God's will for the captives to, to become part of the nation, adding to the public welfare by praying and working for peace. Listen to this. This is God's will for any Christian. Christianity demands that we add to the betterment where we live so as to make the world a better place. I mean, how awesome is that? Instead of, of being upset and like, you know, letting it ruin your day. Oh man, that guy won. Now what are we going to do? He's going to make our life miserable. What are we? No, no person is going to tell me how I'm going to live my life. Do you want to know what dictates how your life goes? If you walk in obedience to the Lord, 
That's what dictates your life. Anyone, the, the righteous, the lives of the righteous are not uh, uh, bound to some person in government. That's not how it works. Let me read, let me read you some more. Exodus chapter one. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good, and that's exactly it. We can't stop. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. Doesn't Whoever wins, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Because you're making a big mistake if you allow... <laughs> Rosalie, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're making a big mistake if you allow your life to have ups and downs according to uh, um, what the world's telling you to do. I don't live my life that way. What, what does the Bible say? You're in the world, but you're not of the world. You know, what else does it say? I don't give, what does Jesus say? I don't give to you as the world gives to you. You know, the Bible says if God is for us, who can be against us? Whom shall I fear? What can man do to me? That's, that's, that's scripture. So if you're living your life in a way that, okay, this guy won, that's it, it's over. Then you're not living your life according to the word. And listen, I, I'm, I know, I know, it's been unpleasant. I know. I know that there are things that are being planned um, that, that, are, that are bad for us. The Vikings, uh, did they win yesterday? I forget. No, they, they just lost. That was a rough game. Um, you know, I get it. I know people are, are concerned, and I, I understand that. There's a lot of pressure coming to us. There's a lot of, um, you know, things that, <laughs> that we probably never thought we'd experience. For some people, Pastor Jeff, you know, there, there are things that, that are, I get it. You know, it's been, you, you, you get annoyed by, by certain things that you see on the news. But again, I'm not dictated by, by, by what the devil's planning. I don't live my life that way. Because actually, 2020 was a great year for me. I had a great year and 2021 has been great too. It's not finished yet, but it's been great so far, you know? Um, and so, and the church, I mean, <laughs> the church has, has, has exploded. It's been incredible. So even in that, if we, if just, let's just talk about the church. You could see God moving among his people and you could see God moving in his church because there's a church in this city that I'm not going to say which one, but they're practically begging people to come back because they've been, they were closed for, for months, probably a year. And, and now they've reopened, but, but hardly anybody's there. They're begging people to come back and begging them to, to start giving again because they stopped giving. And look at, look at what our situation is because we're people and our leadership are people who follow the word first. And don't let uh, uh, um, what the, what's happening in the world dictate our decisions. We live. Let, let's put it this way. You live by the word, not by the world. That's how it goes. So 
I know. I know you. There's. I, I, I've gotten a lot of messages from people. They're worried about the rules that, that, that are planned. And I understand that. But let me tell you something. Our prayers are not going to go unanswered. Regardless of who gets elected. Because I believe that, 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 our, that the church is, is, is taking back that authority that was given to us through Christ. And that all of these things that they have planned, it's going to fall. It's going to fail. It's, it, it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's right, Sheba. They could do a state of emergency all they want. I live in the, I live in the state of Jesus. So that's it. That's how I live. So the answer is not to get down. And again, I know for, for some people that there's a lot of pressure and you're starting to feel it. You know, when, when you, with all the, 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 the vaccine passport garbage, listen, they're, 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 they're turning, they're turning up the heat. I know that, but I'm not worried about it and you shouldn't be worried either. Because this is not the time for the devil to do whatever he wants. There's going to be a time. There's going to be a time where, you know, the Antichrist is going to be in power and all this stuff's going to happen. But guess what? We're not even going to be here for that. We'll be watching. We'll watch the show. But we're not going to be part of it. We're going to be gone. I've never been so convinced that I am now that the church is a restrainer. Once the church is gone, all bets are off. Right? That's right, Pastor Jess. Because that's the kind of God we serve. I, I get it. The pressure is, is, they're turning up the heat. The pressure is there. But, but, let, okay, let me, let me read you this, this story. Because time is flying. You guys are very um, in, uh, um, involved today. I love that. Exodus chapter 1. Um... I'm not going to read all, I'm only going to read a couple of verses. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. The Israelites were fruitful and increased rapidly. They multiplied and became exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. So, and guess what? So these, these are the Israelites. They're doing great as always. Because no matter where they are, they always seem to prosper and, and, and do great. Why? Because, you know, that's the God that we serve. But what happened? There's a wicked king in, in Egypt, and he made them slaves. Then what happened after that? Then the Hebrew midwives come on the scene, who were awesome. Because the Hebrew midwives blatantly disobeyed the decree of, of you know, killing all the, 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 the babies. And what does Exodus chapter 1 verse 20 said, say? <laughs> I love this verse. Exodus chapter 1 verse 20 has got to be one of the best verses in the Bible. So God was kind to the midwives. And the people increased and became even more numerous. What did God do in the midst of this situation? There were, there were people, these Hebrew midwives, who said, You know what? We're not going to do what this evil guy says. We're going to do what we know is right. And God's going to take care of us. And what happened? Not only did God take care of them, but they, as a people, they increased even more. That the plan was to basically destroy them as a people. Wipe them off the earth. 
And what happened instead? What happened instead? Yeah, Sheba, <laughs> exactly. Could you imagine the Hebrew mid midwives now? Well, you know, we had no choice. You know, we, we had to do it. The government said, you know, Romans 13 and everything. The plan was to wipe them off the face of the earth. But what happened? God was kind to the midwives and the people increased and became even more numerous. Let me, let me go over to Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13, uh, verse 16. Standing up, Paul men, uh, motioned with his hand and said, Men of Israel and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people Israel chose our fathers. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. <laughs> what a scripture. This is Paul standing up and preaching to the people, the Jews and the Gentiles, both it's for both. Reminding them, hey, remember that while our ancestors were in Egypt as supposed to be slaves, he made them prosper. And then what happened? He led them out with his mighty power. So he prospered, uh, he prospered the people in the midst of, of what was like a, the worst situation. And then with this power, he led them out. Verse 32, we tell you the good news. What God promised our fathers, he has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As it is written in the second Psalm, you are my son. Today I have become your father. The fact that God raised him from the dead, never to decay, is stated in these words. I will give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. <laughs> God's promises don't change based on who's in power. You want to know why? We, we did what we're supposed to do. We did what was right. We did what was right. We prayed. And we're, we're not going to stop, by the way. It's not, it's not finished. We still do it no matter what. We still pray. We still fast. We still seek the Lord. So you, you can't look at yourself and say, man, I don't know what, you know, what, what am I? No, you, you did what, what was instructed of you to do. And now, well, whatever happens tonight or the next few days, whatever it is, um, you can rest easy knowing that not only did you do what was right, but that you could be assured that the promises and the blessings and the word of God that were there before are still going to be there now. Who was Paul speaking to? The Jews and the Gentiles. Was he saying, uh, this is just for the Jews? If you're a Gentile, it, you should probably not hear this because this isn't for you. No, it was for both. Who was it? The Gentiles who worship God. So if you're a righteous person, that your life is, is dedicated to the Lord, you are obedient to the Lord, you are, you're a righteous person, your life is in God's hands. Your life is not in the government's hand. I want to read Psalm chapter 11 because it's a great psalm. In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows. 
They set their arrows against the strings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Listen to verse 4. The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his heavenly throne. He observes the sons of men. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked and those who love violence, his soul hates. On the wicked, he will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. Upright men will see his face. What can the righteous do? Well, take refuge in the Lord. We did, we did it, like Lisa said earlier in the broadcast, fighting the good fight. And we're still fighting the good fight. We're still fighting the good fight. But if you think that the wicked are just going to go on doing whatever they want, you're mistaken. So don't stop praying and don't lose heart. I'm going to be... I'm going to be in a, I'm in a good mood now. I'm going to be in a good mood tomorrow. Whatever I find out in the morning, because let's face it, I'm probably going to still go to bed at 10. You want to know why? <laughs> because I did, I did what I need to do. I prayed, I voted. It is what it is. Um, it's not going <laughs> to, my life's not going to be over. When I, if I wake up in the morning and I, I'm not happy with it. And you shouldn't be either. Remember the promises of God in the same way that he prospered the Israelites and he led them out of a bad place with his mighty power. Believe and know that he'll do the same for us and be confident of it. Why? Because of what I said before, that we're the church, we're the body of Christ, the fullness of him in every way. And if the devil's under his feet, he's under ours. He's not over our heads. He's not in charge of us. He might be, he might be in charge of some other people, but not me and not you. Amen? Feel good? I do. Um, okay. Um... The scrut you know what I have to say? You know who's, who are great scrutineers? The ones who count um, when we have business meetings and, uh, and we, they have to count like for the board members and they do a great job. They're, they're right on top of things. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to tell you the surprise. Okay? I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad, Rosalie. So stick around. I know everybody. Okay, not everybody. But some people have the tendency to sign off because they think the broadcast is over. But stick around, I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna let you know the plan. So, uh, so don't log off. Father, I thank you for these that are watching. I thank you for their faith. I thank you for their dedication to you. Father, I know that even in the midst of what looks like a difficult situation, in the same way that you prospered your people in Egypt and you led them out with your mighty power, so you will do the same for us. So, so it, when we take the time to, to bind those things 
on this earth that shouldn't be there, that she'll back us from heaven. And Father, I thank you in advance for good news that's to come, for the unraveling of, of the wicked plans. Father, it is not yet time for the devil to have his way on this earth. It is the time for your glorious church to advance the kingdom of God on this earth and nothing is going to stop us and the gates of hell are not going to stand against us and there's nothing that the government can plan that will stop us from doing what you've called us to do. That there's going to be, there already is, there's going to be more revival in this nation. That things are going to start to turn around and they already have. Father, I thank you that we know your promises are true. That they're yes and amen. That we know that you never leave us nor forsake us. That we know that if you are for us, then nothing and no one could ever be against us. <laughs> amen to the breaking down of strongholds. And you will break those strongholds in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray against any kind of worry or concern that people might have for, 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 for wicked plans that are trying to come against them because they are not too powerful for you. That we know that nothing is impossible for you and we know that there's nothing that you can't do. So Father, I thank you for the miracles that, we, that we've already seen and for the miracles that are to come. And I pray you bless everyone who's watching, that you calm them, that you, yeah, you in, 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 inject them with joy, with peace, and with hope, knowing that we serve a God that can do all things, and that through Christ, we can do all things. And I pray this in the name of Jesus, that mighty name. That's above every other name. That at the mention of, of that name, Jesus, darkness has to flee. Amen. Amen.